1: For free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Hi, I'm Max
1: and I'm Skylar.
0: Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about,
2: and it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show.
0: But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences,
2: which is why we created this podcast.
0: Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits.
2: We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits.
0: We'll make sure that Bob's Burgers and Credits get the credit they're due. All right! I'm trying to get my voice really low. They tried to make me go to rehab and I said, chip, chip, a
2: Whoa, that was heavy. Dark? That was dark.
0: Dark, we can't.
2: I I was late to the Amy Winehouse train, but... Man, I fell for her hard. Oh, what was, an, was that documentary? She's we incredible.
0: I think it was called Amy.
2: It was called Amy. Good, I definitely. think I watched it three times.
0: It's so good and so devastating. Very such devastating. a loss. Such a loss.
2: Addiction, enabling. Oh, such a talent! Well, everyone, great, everyone, great way to start the podcast. Everyone who's
0: Max. been commenting how we bring so much joy to them every <laughs> week—we just ruined that.
2: I think we can ramp it back up.
0: Okay, let's uh, let's get back to like some fun stuff here.
2: All right. Well, let this- me tell you, I have so many good fun facts for this episode. So I will officially say. Welcome to Bob's Credits 69 episode, what, 69th episode,
0: um, 69th episode. Nice.
2: <laughs> and um, we are going to get a little speedy here, but first...
0: We have a new patron to thank over on Patreon. We have been joined by Christy Angleton. And Christy, you know what you get here. You get uh, a pun burger name. Christy, your burger will be known, or your name from now on moving forward is...
2: (laughs) Forever. Forever. She's a professor, so your students will now have to call you this. Yes.
0: The Christemed artichoke burger.
2: Oh, love an artichoke moment. It's winter. They're in season now. I know. Christy loves winter and Huga, and follow her Instagram, The Cozy Academic, because... Well, it's cozy, folks.
0: Thank you, Christy, for joining our Patreon, uh, our growing Patreon. Our community there is getting larger and larger, and we're loving it. Um, I've been having a lot of fun chats over on Discord. Um, If you don't know what Discord is, it's kind of just like a chat room where we can all But all Bob's themes. Talk about Bob's stuff. You know, it's mostly Bob's stuff, but we can talk about other stuff on there, too, if you want. Yep. If you want to join us over there. But all patrons get access to um, the Discord, if you want to join that as well.
2: Yep. And I also want to thank Christy, because she has been bringing the comment game on our Patreon post. We have a bunch of extra episodes, and I've really been joy- enjoying her comments. And one of her comments is going to be turned into our new episode series, our Fan Theories episode. So right now, if you go sign up, our latest episode is Fan Theory Colon. Are you ready for this? Is the mayor a dog?
0: This We, we recorded this recently, and it is honestly... My favorite uh, bonus episode we've done so far. I can't wait to do more fan theories, but this one was a lot of fun.
2: So um, you can find those extra episodes if you've caught up um, with all of our Bob's Credits episode. There are plenty more episodes over on Patreon. Go check that out. But for the meantime, shall we pivot into...
0: Bob pun or Max pun?
2: Let's do it. I'm a little rusty. We've taken a few weeks off.
0: I was, too. I was my pun game, I was like, my brain would not work.
2: Well, I liked that artichoke burger.
0: Oh, yeah. I did, too. <laughs> I did, too. Um, <laughs> Modest. Yeah. Yeah. Your first pun is, it's chive o'clock some pear burger.
2: Jeez Louise. Doubled up. You doubled up? I didn't say that. Bob.
0: Yes. Your next pun is the Downton Krabby Burger, topped with crab.
2: (laughs) I want this to be you, but I think it's Bob. Me. No.
0: Your next pun is the Marvelous Miss Basil Burger. Max. Bob. No. And your final pun is Love in the Time of Cauliflower Burger. Bob. Max. Max.
2: God,
0: I looked up some books. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good job.
0: <laughs> I was trying to throw you off. That's it.
2: Well, How I'm humiliated. About-
0: yeah, you got to brush up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. Thanks. Uh, you need to brush up on your uh, Max pun or Bob pun.
2: All right, I got to tune deeper in.
0: Should we get into this episode and these credits?
2: We should. Let me tell you, I have a lot of fun facts, and there are a lot of visual aids that I have rounded up for you in today's episode. Oh,
0: visual aids are great on a podcast.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Thanks.
0: We'll post the visual aids on Instagram. Of course. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for Season 5, Episode 9, please?
2: The title is Speak Easy Writer. Tina and Louise go head-to-head in the Kingshead Island Grand Prix. But when Louise's go-kart breaks down, Tina pushes her sis through the finish line. It's a big win for the Belchers and sisterly love. Meanwhile, Jean masters the art of flag-waving, and Linda and Bob try to hide that they're slinging Teddy's homebrew from Hugo.
0: This episode came out on January 11th, 2015. It was written by Rich Rinaldi and directed by Jennifer Coyle. Whoop. (laughs) thoughts on the episode what do you think how do you feel about it this is the second time we've had a an easy rider pun in the title because we had earsy rider back in season three
2: you're right but why i at first you're like oh do i love that they're repeating a pun but i love it because this is the second appearance of the one-eyed snakes
0: Oh, so so it ties in. Yes.
2: Isn't that amazing?
0: Yes, I didn't even think about that.
2: But it is kind of a fresh pun because Bob and Linda are doing the speakeasy thing and it ties into the one eyed snakes. So 10 points for me.
0: 10 points for Gryffindor.
2: (laughs) This month is going to be very Harry Potter heavy.
0: Oh, because we're going over on the other the TV trivia podcasts and to do a little that movie reunion,
2: trivia? that Harry Potter reunion is coming out on HBO uh, Max. Yes,
0: yes. Can we just get J.K. out of the whole world? Yeah, so like we can appreciate it. I know. Just go live on a hill with your money. Stop tweeting.
2: S- oh, stop tweeting! Let's take her Twitter away.
0: So all, all like insanely rich people. Why do you need Twitter? Just go be. Th- in, with, hug your money and don't get online.
2: Hug your money? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oprah, please stay online. I'm I sorry. love you. I'm
0: sorry if I've offended any billionaires out there. <laughs>
2: okay. You are really taking this like lighthearted podcast and just like...
0: It started off overdoses. serious. Overdoses. Yeah, it started off serious and now...
2: It's transphobia. Like,
0: anti-capitalism like- <laughs> and...
2: Uh, let's get back to a world that embraces each and every one of us. Unlike J.K. Yes. Alrighty. So you had asked, do you like the episode? What are your thoughts and feelings about it? So now I'm going to ask you that.
0: Um, it's okay. It's. Uh, I don't know why I don't like it that much.
2: You're you're real pot of joy today. I
0: really am. I'm like, this is, this is, what we take some time off. I don't, I'm just like, uh...
2: Here, here's what I have to say. I, this is an episode where I really enjoy the emotional and cathartic climax way more than the episode itself. Lu, uh, Tina helping Louise as she's failing in this race is The sweetest thing ever. Um,
0: Yeah, I love it because you're like, how is this going to end? If one of them wins, it's not happy. And so it's so sweet when Tina, who has been competitive with Louise, but you know, Tina's heart. She can't not help her sister, even though they've been going at it the whole episode.
2: This is why Tina... Will always be one of my favorites.
0: She's she just has
2: this over-anxious conscience.
0: And she's also so protective of her siblings yes. and the rest of her family.
2: Even though they're like a little hard on Tina. Yeah. Um, I also love, 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 love that we get to see Tina being really good at something. Yeah. She never gets that.
0: I agree. Especially driving because she was not very good at it when she did it with Bob. <laughs> she's
2: redeeming herself. <laughs> yeah. I love that.
0: We get the return of a bunch of King's Head Island kids.
2: Now, I actually think we have a new King's Head Island kid.
0: Okay. So, who's back? We've got, we've got, um, Sasha.
2: Correct. Who? No. Oh, this.
0: Where's his glasses on his head? His...
2: Now, I have that this is Sasha's first appearance.
0: No, Sasha was in.
2: The full bars?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
2: Well. Um. according to my notes
0: um let's see i got the notes up here so you might be right his first appears in speakeasy rider okay you were right let's um, let's take
2: more time off this is yeah, working this well is for so us so far
0: so good this is a, <laughs> we're doing a great job here okay this is sasha's first appearance but bryce is back yes stupid bryce from full bars stupid teenage boy
2: the whole torturing
0: I- the kids.
2: Yeah, the whole idea of the snooty Kingshead Island idea is back.
0: Yeah, and he's voiced by Joe LaTrullo, who is on Brooklyn Nine Nine, but he's a big comedy improv guy. Oh, he's in Super Bad. He's the guy that hits uh, uh, Jonah Hill with the car, and then they go. <laughs> they, oh, he, you like told takes him to the party where they find like the de- de- they fill the detergents, but that that he's the catalyst. That brings them there. And he goes, are you guys on MySpace?
2: (laughs) MySpace jokes still kill today.
0: That's funnier now after all this time. Because back then it was like, this guy's on MySpace in this (laughs) this year. And now it's even funnier because it's been so much longer. We also get the return of, like you said, the One Night Snakes. So we get Mudflap and Critter are back.
2: Critter is a new man Mm -hmm. in this episode.
0: He's got got a kid now. He's He's got a kid.
2: I think this might be a good moment for me to like slip in a uh, fun fact. a fun fact for you. Do it. We have I don't know if it's a continuity fact or maybe a character choice that I uh, some character growth. I'm going to go with character growth. So when we meet Critter in Earsy Rider, his vest, his motorcycle vest, is pretty shredded, like. Because he
0: he was wearing the vest that belonged to the guy that died. He was like the new leader. The the main the other leader had died, so he was like wearing his vest from the accident oh my gosh. or something.
2: Good good memory. Yeah, he has stitched up and sewn the vest oh, in this episode. Would nice. you like some visual aids? Sure. So this is how we meet Critter. Yes. Rough around the edges, lovable, and now. This is Critter in this season.
0: Oh, brand do you new. see
2: where he's sewn?
0: Oh yes, it's a different color of black. It's kind of like a lighter black, but yes.
2: And we'll you post see the that. stitches?
0: We'll post that for you all to see because you know I can only describe it so much. But it's you, you see a stitch, and it's a different shade of black from the top half to the bottom half.
2: Yeah. So Very cool. The internet told me that this is like a continuity thing because um cynthia logan's mom rips his um vest off at the end of earzy writer but i went and watched the scene again and it's like a vertical rip around the shoulder that's not what this is
0: it's already ripped on the it's bottom. like,
2: it's already ripped on the bottom. I like to think that now that he has a baby, he's like, I need to be a little bit more presentable. I'm like, I'm like moving on up in the world. Yeah,
0: that's pr- that's probably accurate.
2: Yeah. So a, a little character development for Critter, which um, clothes say a lot about characters.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to lead into something there. Well. <laughs> or were you, were you commenting on my attire?
2: uh (laughs) no no so that was my little fun fact do you have any more voices for us
0: um like impressions that i could do for you
2: if you want max no
0: no i mean uh mudflap is voiced by wendy mclendon covey who is a great you know comedic actor and uh improv actor and was in bridesmaids and
2: oh who is she uh, in the
0: goldbergs she's the blonde oh she's hilarious
2: she's so good she's so good in that so, do you want some more fun facts?
0: Uh, yeah, I'd love more.
2: Fill all me, right. Fill
0: me up with so fun facts. So,
2: one of the... I'll eat them
0: all up. No, mm-hmm. no, Because it's a <laughs> restaurant, Bob's... Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. So, at the beginning of the episode, the kids go to buy a go-kart from Mr. Fish Odor. And there, you can see Owen... Who is the character that's like sleeping in one of the go karts? And yeah. Mr. Fish Odor says that it's his employee lounge, which I thought was hilarious. This is also an episode where I kind of like Mr. Fish
0: He has grown on me so much. I Look, know. We don't have to get into it, but the bourbon song from the Christmas episode, which we haven't done on here yet, but we did over in Patreon. Oh, bourbon! It's just—it's one of my favorite things. And him doing the wishbone with Felix in the Thanksgiving episode from this season—I think—Don of the Peck. Oh, he just—he's grown on me a lot. I did not like him through my first watch for sure, but he's grown on me, and I love. I
2: think it took you a few years, but you are like fully on the fish odor train.
0: He's just so like evil and does not care about it, and is so super landlordy and selfish and it's he's it's hilarious
2: but you know i think one of the reasons i love him so much is he says yes to everything Mm -hmm. like to the kids like he has to get something out of it but that's why he's so fun he says yes to everything he's like you want you need help buying a go-kart sure like you want to put on an ice skating show for santa claus like yeah but like i'm gonna need to sing some cabaret tunes like it's just he makes the um is, is it eccentricity is that a eccentricity. word yeah of the show so much better i love it
0: i i agree and kevin klein doing his voice is just perfection uh, it's so great that he is on this show regularly
2: yes okay so back to the fish odor fun fact so you remember owen snoring Cut 2, we get to the Grand Prix. Guess who was there supporting the kids in in the like grass lawn watching.
0: I'm going to guess Owen.
2: Mr. Fisholder. Oh. Seated next to the snoring Owen.
0: Oh, see, I remember seeing Mr. Fisholder in in the like on the grass. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But I thought the person passed out next to him was Felix. It's, oh, because you just assume it, it pans it's by real quickly, super fast. Yeah. Oh, that's funny that it's Owen there.
2: Yeah, I like. What What would be your guess? Why he brought him?
0: I would say he brought him to. I don't know why would he Why would he bring Owen?
2: I I had like a really funny idea about this a few days ago, but it's completely left me. I feel like he would bring him to like. Warm up his seat or something.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't funny. know. I don't know. It is weird that he's there with him.
2: Anyway, I thought that was such a brilliant um, touch. Do you want to see a little photo of it?
0: Maybe they just hang out, Mr. Fishoder and Owen.
2: Maybe, is that, maybe, is maybe, that maybe they're a- lovers. <laughs> don't say that because that is not consensual. Owen is passed, passed out. You think
0: Owen's always passed out?
2: Well, he's passed out. Let me show you this photo. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Fishoder has a cocktail. <laughs> oh, hold on let me, let me show see. this to you
0: okay we'll, we'll post this too so mr fish odor they're both in lawn chairs yeah mr Fisher has the umbrella over his head over his chair but owen's out in the sun and just passed out
2: yeah but i love that the umbrella is just over
0: maybe we're dealing with a weekend at bernie situation here and he's <sighs> just trying to make it look like he didn't kill owen so he's like, "Oh, this is the employee lounge this is where I, but it was a dead body, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta bring him to the race." so people and this thing like, he's passed out next to me,
2: <laughs> okay, here's my theory, jumping off yours. He knew that the bumper cars was not a proper or appropriate lounge for the employees, but he put him there. We hear him snoring in that scene, so I'm gonna say you're right. He died between
0: the bumper um, cars the
2: bumper cars and the Grand Prix dark. We're you you went here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm just saying like he
0: died. You are saying, I said he died before the episode. You're saying he died within the episode.
2: Well, he was snoring. So your theory just doesn't hold up. Well,
0: maybe not. he's not only weakened at Bernie's-ing everyone. He's also Ferris bueller everyone. And he's got a snore track playing. So it looks like the body's snoring.
2: Okay. I'm, I'm loving this. This makes logistical sense to me. But- This is all a a ruse so that uh, he doesn't get, like, sued by the employees for a wrongful death.
0: He... If anyone has murdered someone on this show, it's Mr. Fish Odor. Oh,
2: he absolutely has. Yeah. And it would and Felix be Felix too. Yeah. All right. I am going to pitch you something else. Okay. Maybe Mr. Fish Odor needed someone to carry the umbrella and the chairs and clearly the fixing for cocktails. And so he was like, Owen. Owen. And That's, he woke him up.
0: That sounds more realistic. Yeah. And Owen was tired from doing all that stuff. So he just passed out there.
2: Did he seem drunk to you? Or Owen? just Yeah.
0: Maybe. I mean, passing out in the daytime in the sun like that, the way he's sitting, he could have been a little drunky drunky. I mean, <laughs> Mr. Fischlater's drinking.
2: I just, I feel like I want to get Owen some help. that That's what I see when I look at this photo. Okay. So, that's a little fun fact for you. Should ya. we
0: do over on um, Patreon a fan theory of if uh, Mr. Fischlater's a serial killer and try and find some evidence? I am there. You, yeah.
2: You know, you know, true crime, Bob's Burgers.
0: Maybe we'll do, we'll do that Patreon episode and we'll do it as like a true crime podcast. <gasps> Two true crime podcasters. We'll okay. do is Mr. Fish serial killer.
2: On the night of April 12th, Mr. Fish Odor came home to an empty house, but was he alone?
0: I love it. I don't know. I know <laughs> I, what does that other person always say? Like, uh, wait, Wait, but you said that he was not alone.
2: Oh, you're doing Crime Junkies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Crime Junkie girls. I love those girls. Yeah. I love them. Okay. Um, it is funny because, uh, you know, we, we love messaging with you guys um, on Instagram. And I have gotten a few messages like, can't wait to start your podcast. It'll give me a good break from true crime. So I feel like on the Venn diagram, true crime and Bob's Burgers.
0: They don't, they don't. They don't cross over, like we're on separate circles.
2: No, they do cross over our fans. Oh. So true crime lovers, Bob's Burgers lovers. There is crossover. There's a huge crossover. Okay,
0: so we're going to bring that together. I love our it. Patreon.
2: Let's do that.
0: Go subscribe.
2: Yes, we're having so much fun over there. I also do want to know your own theories. Why did Fish, o- Fish Odor bring Owen to the Grand Prix? You can DM us or just leave the comment once we post this photo on Instagram
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think.
1: Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Graham, I still have some facts for you.
0: Oh, yeah, we're dancing.
2: First, let's... Did you know what that was?
0: It was either reversing a car or you were a humpback whale
2: i was rewinding the tape okay um what did you f- how'd you feel about the b story
0: the speakeasy part
2: the speakeasy part the, i also want to know about the gene's flag waving part we kind of jumped over those two gene
0: Jean, Jean flag waving with gus beautiful it's super gene i love that, that okay that little, i loved it too that's like the that's like the tag or the runner the runner yeah the speakeasy what i love about it is i love when teddy is really good at stuff
2: Yes. Teddy
0: can make a delicious homebrew that people are obsessed with
2: that bob yeah his idol yes loves. especially
0: bob is so hard on teddy
2: so and so, bob is like it's kind of hard to pair a beer with my burgers and so you're like oh, bob's gonna do this again and then he doesn't he loves it
0: I so i love seeing teddy be good at something but other than that You know, I don't like Hugo that much. I find Hugo annoying. I know he's supposed to be annoying, but...
2: He's not your favorite. I like Ron. I do like Ron. I love Ron. Um, But that's because
0: Ron is supposed to be likable and Hugo's not. So I understand. Yeah.
2: The writers are doing their job.
0: Maybe somehow during one of our watch-throughs, Hugo will grow on me, but he has yet to.
2: It's happened before with characters Mm -hmm. um, with you. Interesting you should say that uh, Hugo's bothering you because this is his first appearance in two full years.
0: Ooh, and Ron's had a solo appearance without Mm -hmm. Hugo. That That
2: was delightful. I'm okay with it. I still want to take a pedicab to the library. I'm okay
0: with it. Bring me some more Nat, the limo driver. I need more of her. Well, everyone agrees on that. I'm trying to think of people that I need to see more frequently and less Hugo.
2: Yes, so we have Nat. We have Jen, the babysitter. We want to see more... I mean, Mickey, if Bill Hader is available.
0: We need the right voice for Mickey.
2: Yeah. All right.
0: Any more fun facts or should we? Oh, my (laughs) God. So many fun facts.
2: I have another fun fact and another visual. It's going to be a busy day, a busy week on our Instagram, I think. Gretchen is there enjoying the, the home brew at the restaurant, and we can see Gretchen dining with the woman who buys the Here Comes the Sun sex toy. Remember when Gretchen was having, it's like a Mary Kay makeup party, but for sex w- toys, for sex toys yeah. with Linda.
0: With a uh, Sneaky Pete. Is that the name of the Yes. Yeah. This
2: isn't the same woman. Um
0: But it's that that's the episode.
2: That's sneaky Pete, sneaky that was sneaky sneaky. Such a good, sneaky, good song. Sneaky but Pete. I thought it was sne- uh, stinky, stinky Pete. Stinky Pete could be. Yeah, so that was my big fat Greek bob that episode. Gretchen sells this vibrator and Gretchen is dining with that woman in the booth.
0: Well, I I was under the assumption that These were friends of hers anyway. That when you have those parties, you try to like you invite your friends, and they're like parties. It's horrible. Yeah,
2: it's horrible. You have to just like yeah. But they took this one random woman and brought her into this episode. Yeah, they could have just paired her with anyone.
0: Is she single? Should we hook her up with Owen? Uh, Owen needs to work on himself a little bit first. Oh, I I think
2: she's single. Uh I think she's single. Let me let me show you some of these. You can see. Uh, and I'd like you to name her. I'd also like a backstory. Like, like, give me something. So, in the top photo here, you can see her from the sex toy party, and then you can see her um, in the current episode.
0: Okay, so in the sex sex toy party, she's wearing kind of like a, a sleeveless. Oh, I guess she's wearing the same thing. Okay, wearing as the,
2: cartoon characters do.
0: Yeah, wearing. Well, Gretchen's got different color shirts on, so there. Uh, she does. Yeah, let me see. Well, she's got a pink, and then it's purple. Same shirt, just different colors. Yeah, that's the same girl. She's in the same outfit. She's got the same hairdo. She's. Uh,
2: I really thought you would be like more delighted by this.
0: Maybe that's Grinch's drinking buddy because she's they're drinking wine in the the first episode that we're yes. talking about, and then they're drinking. They're there for the beer. During the, it's it's Gretchen's, I love it. It's Gretchen's drinking buddy. They go out and they. They hit on younger men. Uh, they're cougars, and they pick up younger men. I like at, it. At different different bars, different speakeasies, if you will. And yeah, that's what that's what my
2: I'd watch that movie.
0: And her name is Janice.
2: Janice, okay.
0: Janice the Lush is what they call her.
2: <laughs> she looks yeah. like a substitute teacher to me, uh, with this long gray skirt. But anyway, let's see if I have any more fun facts because I can feel you are itching to get into some credits the end credits. Um, this is a fun fact that you told me because I'm a woman and couldn't possibly have known this.
0: Is it about tools? Uh,
2: pretty close.
0: OK. Is it about uh, um, sports?
2: Yes. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy names his beer Teddy's Brewski in reference to the former NFL player.
0: Teddy Bruschi.
2: I, I don't know who he is. I'm, I don't know.
0: I did mansplain to you a little bit about that one.
2: No, you just told me. It's Mansplaining is when um, men explain something that the other person probably already knows, but they just assume. You knew I didn't know that. That's not mansplaining. That's true.
0: Yeah, Teddy, Teddy Bruschi. He played with the Patriots, won multiple Super Bowls with the Patriots.
2: Ugh, I hate the Patriots. Okay, shall we get into some end credits?
0: We should. Um, Let's listen to the last moment before. We've got Tina and Louise are in bed, in the same bed, because they both want to sleep with the trophy.
2: It looks like Louise's bed.
0: Louise's bed, yeah. This is pre-loft, way before the loft um, bed, and Louise technically won the trophy, but Tina helped her win it, so they're both sleeping and holding the trophy.
2: Yes. Which will come into play the credits as well. Yes, so keep that in mind, or listen well. I also just want to jump in here and talk about the current season. Um, On our Instagram, if you're not following us, at Bob's Credits, we asked y'all if you thought that the show was going to keep Louisa's Loft Bed once it was made, and... We officially saw Louisa's loft bed again. In case you guys were wondering, it is a there, keeper. It's there. It yep. stayed.
0: And who we'll pointed see how that it out stays. to us?
2: It was someone on Patreon, right?
0: Yeah, it was someone in our Discord. I think it was Harry. Yeah,
2: Harry, yeah.
0: Harry Baker in our Discord.
2: Because it was like a, it was a small shot. Yeah, but he caught it. Yep. Thank you, Harry.
0: Oh, good turn.
2: Tina. Tina. You you're driving in your sleep again.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah.
2: I know it's like we both won, but maybe we both don't need to sleep with the trophy, huh?
0: Louise is gripping the trophy, <laughs> the side, the handles of the trophy with both her hands as she was sleeping or before she goes to sleep.
2: I um Tina with her glasses off, sleeping and driving is so endearing to me. I think it's adorable.
0: It's nice to see her not thrashing for once.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, one more night.
0: Okay, one more week. Sweet dreams. What happened there as we cut into the credits? What do we see, Skylar?
2: We see the classic end credits, but we have a trophy, the racing trophy, in between Tina and Louise at the prep counter. Tina's gripping with her right hand, Louise is gripping with her left hand.
0: They're both prepping with one hand each which is hilarious
2: which i think is my favorite part of the credits
0: yeah it's hilarious they don't want to let go of this thing. yeah
2: it's so funny
0: we hear the song racing with the road which is a montage from the the episode and uh, let's see what ha- else happens in these end credits
2: let's do it racing with the
0: Butt scratch from bob racing Louise goes over to get to get the burger on her plate that she's been prepping, but she does not let go of.
2: She does not let go.
0: She like stretches to get over near Bob, but she's still holding onto that trophy.
2: I have a question. Yeah. Was this trophy always this big? Like, I know we only see part of it in the bed with the girls, but that is a huge trophy. It's up to Louise above her ear. Yeah,
0: it's like at her eye line almost.
2: Yeah. Is it that big in the scene before? I
0: think so. Well, it's in bed with them, and it's like it looks like a third child.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Um, Linda has made her appearance in the service window. She's going to get the burger. We have yet to see Gene, who typically makes an appearance in his burger costume, walking from the right of the screen to the left. Everyone's still prepping burgers. What
2: happened there? Okay, so we see Gene walking in between the counter and the booths through the kitchen window, and he does a little hop. What does he jump up onto? Do you think he's jumping up onto the stool?
0: Either the stool or the bench? No, I guess that's. He couldn't like jump the onto that. It, it stool seems like hard to jump onto.
2: But he did from it, no hands.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to say the stool because okay. it looks like he's right on the other side of the counter.
2: If that's the case, that was. A phenomenal hop onto a stool.
0: Yeah, not realistic, but I'm he a lot of a habit. Yeah. Okay. And so he starts he's doing his green flag. Everything he's learned from Gus.
2: He is waving that flag.
0: He's a natural. Ah! Now obviously they're just saying race fast, race yep. fast, race fast. And those are the end credits to Speakeasy Rider. Highlights, low lights.
2: The highlight for me is definitely Tina doesn't move, but extra points to Tina because she's no Tina is left handed. So they're both gripping this trophy in the middle and actually they both get to use their dominant hand because Tina's left-handed and she's on the left side of the trophy. I love Tina doesn't move that much but Louise does. She like reaches over to her dad, she puts the plate in the window. So watching her do that while still gripping on to the trophy is adorable.
0: I want to say that we're often kind of like under the impression that these kids aren't really great at what at the jobs they do and they uh-huh. like they they at the mis- restaurant, yeah, they aren't missing a beat doing this one-handed. Nope. So, I mean, I mean if you do it every day, that's uh, impressive.
2: Very impressive. I love it. These credits, I'm just going to say it. Did I think they underwhelmed me?
0: Yeah. Should we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. uh. Tell me what your underwhelming score is for them.
2: I'm going to go seven.
0: That's what I was gonna say, but I'm even gonna, You're go, gonna go lower. Just a little bit lower. Six point five H's. Okay.
2: That's fair. I think, you know And that's
0: all sorry, I don't mean to no, go please. And that's that's all pretty much the two of them holding on to this trophy is adorable
2: to me. Yeah, it is adorable. I I like the music, but it's like it was used in the show and I don't love it enough that I like really want to hear it again. And then Honestly, what brought it up a little bit for me is just like knowing that Gene had to hop onto that stool using no hands.
0: Yeah, I'm going to come up to seven with you. I think so. Because they could have just done Gene walking by in his burger costume and that would have been fine. Yeah, But that's it is a nice little bonus at the end to get Gene jumping up there and doing his flag flag. thing. Because that was a storyline throughout the episode.
2: Would this be better for you if Bob was just like, you know, sipping on some homebrew.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
2: Or no. like A teeny you, bit.
0: A teeny bit. I, I don't know.
2: It's just like an extra detail. I don't know. Maybe it speaks to like, I didn't like the episode Could that be. much.
0: Could be. That happens sometimes.
2: Do you want to pitch any other like version of an end credit that would have like made the end credits better than the episode? Well, now
0: I just want Owen passed out in a booth in the background. See? Maybe Owen with... Uh, uh, Janice, the Lush, on their date.
2: <laughs> on a date. He's
0: passed out because he can't handle his booze or he handles it too well. Um, and she's, uh, she's they're just drinking. on
2: some wine, yeah. on some homebrew. But
0: that's, you know, they wouldn't have done that. And we've... we've How,
2: Why wouldn't through, they have done that? Through this
0: episode, we've gotten to really know Janice and Owen.
2: <laughs> I really like the idea that Mr. Fish is just dragging this employee around town. I would have liked to see them... Mr. Fish Odor across the booth from Owen and yeah. maybe he's like having a conversation with him and like sharing his fries with him, even though he's like completely passed out.
0: Yeah, I just think it's too. We've spent a lot of time with him. Like I said, in this episode, we've paused and looked at that picture, but it was such a flash with Owen that I but didn't. They
2: even... The writers did that on purpose. They True. animated that yeah. there. And yes, it was very fast. But if they had put it in the credits, don't you think it would have made you go, Why is that in the credits and then you go figure it out?
0: I would love to see Passed Out Owen being a running joke over the course of the (laughs) series. It's like, where's
2: Waldo? Yeah,
0: where's (laughs) Owen?
2: Where's Passed Out Owen? Yeah. All right. This was fun.
0: It was a lot of fun.
2: It was so much fun.
0: Thank you, everyone, for (laughs) listening. I'm glad we had fun. Thank you, everyone, for listening. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram, Bob's Credits, also on Twitter. But Instagram's where we're gonna show all these pictures that we're talking about in this episode so you can go take a look. What else do we to tell people about? We did we spoke about Patreon and we got that out of the way.
2: We have some giveaways that are that'll be coming out on our Instagram in the future, so keep an eye there.
0: And as always, leave us some five-star reviews, please. Mm -hmm. I hear Spotify is doing reviews now. So if you can review us on Spotify, that would help us out a lot.
2: Yeah, I think it's just like a star rating system. So click that five-star if that's what it is. I
0: brought Skylar over to the doctor's side. She thought thought we couldn't tell you to click five stars, (laughs) but now she's doing it.
2: I'm so moral. It's horrible.
0: (laughs) I feel like the FBI is going to bust down our door.
2: Exactly. (laughs) That is the Tina part of me. Absolutely. Like I literally would have anxiety about saying like leave us a five star review. I'd be like are we bribing them? Are are we going to be arrested, Max? You're
0: thrashing in your sleep. <laughs> yes. Um anything else you want to say to everyone before we get out of here?
2: Uh happy new year. We can't wait to do another one with y'all.
0: And
2: Oh, stay, stay flag happy. Oh, I like that. That just came out of nowhere. Or yeah.
0: Flappy I'm going to say, I'm going to combine the two and stay flappy because yep. you're flapping that flag around.
2: Gene would love that. Yeah. That was a great move, hon.
1: Thank you.